The American Thoracic Society. We help the world breathe. I'm Diane Gern, Chief of Journals at the American Thoracic Society. It is my pleasure to interview Paul Schumacher, the new editor of the American Journal of Respiratory Cell and Molecular Biology, also known as AJRCMB or the Red Journal. Welcome, Dr. Schumacher. What insights and experiences will you bring to the role of editor of the AJRCMB? Well, thank you, Diane. I've been privileged to have served on a number of outstanding journals during my career, and I've been able to learn by watching the decisions and management styles of some great editors. One of the first things I learned was the importance of being fair in the review of papers. By fair, I mean to say that the review process should be applied uniformly to all authors, that decisions need to be based on the scientific merits of the work, and that more than one editor is involved in the handling of a paper. As we all know, the review process is not perfect, and sometimes editors make mistakes. I think it's important to recognize this and to be willing to listen when an author thinks that the decision was wrong. I think journals should strive to make the process of publishing a paper as painless as possible. By that, I mean to say that sending a paper to four or five reviewers and providing critiques that ask for two years of additional work is not in the best interests of the authors or of the journal. We need to set the bar high in terms of scientific rigor, but the editors also need to make their own judgments about what we're asking of the authors. To accomplish this, I'll be assembling an outstanding editorial team, and we'll work hard to make sure that everyone is on the same page in terms of running the journal. Please describe your vision for the AJRCMB. I would like to see the Red Journal become the premier forum for publishing a wide range of science broadly related to lung and respiratory biology. As you recall, the AJRCMB was initially created to provide a forum for the publication of respiratory cell and molecular biology. These were emerging approaches 30 years ago, but the science of lung and respiratory biology has changed since then, and today we see a large volume of work using translational and in vivo models. The work still involves cellular and molecular questions, but today these are tested using transgenic, knockout, and organotypic model systems. With the power of genetics, we see some investigators running screens in yeast, C. elegans, and Drosophila model systems to identify genes involved in cellular responses to stress. The role of immunology in lung and respiratory biology has exploded, and much of this is being done in organismal systems. Regenerative biology is another emerging field that carries the promise of transforming the treatment of diseases affecting the lung and the respiratory system. Cancer biology is an important field, and I think it needs better representation here. So I see a bright future for the Red Journal as an outstanding forum for publication of the best science we can attract. And I want the journal to embrace a broader range of scientific disciplines and experimental systems than perhaps it's attracted in the past. I think this will allow the journal to keep up with the times and better serve the scientific community interested in both basic science and mechanisms of disease. What will be your priorities for the AJRCMB once you take the helm? How will you fulfill them? Well, the first goal will be to assemble a team of deputy and associate editors. We'll be announcing some new initiatives, including more editorials that discuss the impact of papers we're publishing, and a series of review articles that will help our readers begin to incorporate new and emerging technologies and methodologies into their own experiments. I'm talking about giving investigators the theoretical and practical information they need to apply these methods to their own experiments. To do this, we'll invite experts in these approaches to author these papers. 
Behind the scenes, we will initiate a system whereby two editors will be involved in the evaluation of each paper, one who handles the assignment of reviewers and correspondence with the authors, and another to provide a second set of eyes on the quality of the paper and the fairness of the review process. A key priority will be to publish papers with the potential to have the highest scientific impact in that field. We, as scientists, publish papers in the hope they will change the way other scientists think about that field. One way to identify impactful science is to look at how many other papers cite that work. High citation rates also affect the journal's impact factor. Like it or not, the impact factor has become an important metric that everyone thinks about when they're deciding where to send their best work. So we have to be cognizant about this reality and act accordingly. Based on your experience in the field, what standards will you apply to research submitted for inclusion in the AJRCMB? Well, I would say that it's the responsibility of a society journal to serve the needs of the society and its members along with its readers. The best way to serve that need is to publish papers that are most likely to be transformative in their area and will therefore be helpful to other investigators studying respiratory and lung biology in health and disease. As we all know, it's often difficult to predict how impactful a paper is going to be at the time it's accepted. In most cases, we will put a high priority on scientific rigor, hypothesis testing, and the ability of data to support the conclusions. But I can also see situations where a truly novel basic discovery is being reported, the full significance of which is not yet demonstrated. Those papers might not have an intervention or a hypothesis, but are nevertheless game-changing in their implications. Ultimately, relying on their own instincts and the opinions of the reviewers, the editors will be making these decisions. What topics or developments do you hope to see addressed in future issues of the AJRCMB? Well, as I mentioned earlier, the experimental use of novel methodologies can lead to important new insights in diverse studies of lung and respiratory biology. It can also inspire other investigators to adapt and adopt similar technologies in their own work. So I'm a big fan of papers using new approaches. For example, my own lab has invested a lot of effort into the use of genetically encoded protein sensors for assessing reactive oxygen species and oxygen signaling in subcellular compartments, both in culture and in intact tissues. I know that others are interested in the same topic, judging by the number of requests we get for the reagents and the number of papers that incorporate these methods in their approach. So I'll be authoring a review of this topic for submission to the journal this fall an article that will provide useful practical details to educate readers wishing to apply similar approaches in their own studies. This is just to get the ball rolling. We'll be getting other authors to submit similar useful articles and hope our readers will find these helpful in getting them started in new directions. I think the Red Journal has a distinguished past and a bright future, and I'm really looking forward to helping it achieve all it can. Thank you, Dr. Schumacher. The ATS is thrilled with your appointment and looking forward to a wonderful five years working with you.